2: Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.
3: It affects everybody in the state of Pennsylvania in one form or another. That is how our government spends our money. And 24 hours ago, we talked to the governor, Josh Shapiro, about his budget And what his game plan is. I go back with
4: um, Kim Ward about 20 years. She's one of my favorite people. And I'll tell you why. She's a fighter, man. We've taken on some uh, big issues together. Uh, She had cancer. I had cancer. We kind of have similar paths in life. She's aggressive and assertive
3: and has reached a level of power that's really hard for a woman to reach. And I mean that. And I love her. And she's the president pro tem of the Senate of Pennsylvania. Kim Ward. Good morning.
1: Good morning. I love you, too, Marty. Hold on for a second.
3: Let's play this, what the
4: governor said, not about her, but in reference to her yesterday. Hold on. So we're talking to Governor Josh
3: Shapiro yesterday.
4: Hey, man, Kim Ward's coming here tomorrow uh, to be critical of all this wasteful spending. What do you want to tell her? What do you want people to hear?
3: Well, uh, I'm not going to address her directly. I I get that, you know, there's some people in politics who just knee-jerk have to be against everything I'm for. I, I get that. But... Here's, here's the issue. She, she's got real responsibility in this, and it's time to address these problems. It's what I said to you at the top. You know, her caucus and those guys, they've been in charge for two decades. We're 49th in the nation in higher ed. We're losing on economic development to other
5: states. We've got an unconstitutional education system. If you don't like what I put forth, then
3: what's your plan? Uh, you know, I, I guess the, the bottom line is I'm unwilling to sit back and do nothing. And, and we should all be trying to do something here. So I'm unwilling to accept those who just want to be critical and not put forth any concrete solutions. Governor well, Josh Shapiro, yesterday. Kim, jump in.
1: Okay, so it's not that we don't like some of his ideas. It's that his numbers don't add up on how we're going to pay for them. So while he says no new taxes, we'll still have $11 billion at the end of the year, According to the independent fiscal office, by 25, 26, we have no reserves and we have no rainy day fund. He's so upfront, he wants to spend, 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 spend. We have to pay for that. So maybe you won't have new, any new taxes this year, but guess what? After this year, you're gonna have a lot of new taxes. We're not saying all of his ideas are bad. We're saying, show us the money. Show us how you're gonna actually pay for it. Plus. His um, forecast includes uh, assuming, not saying it will or it won't, but it's assuming that recreational marijuana passes the legislature and we make a certain amount of money off of it. You know, it's assuming that skill games are taxed at 42%. There are a lot of assumptions in his monetary forecast on top of the spend down. Look, we, we can probably spend some of that on things that are good for Pennsylvania. And, you know, yesterday I, I listened to the interview. Yeah. He talked around, he talked around the Marcella Shell question. He did. That Larry asked. He talked around it. We, Pennsylvania, are sitting on reserves like no other place. Right. We could, our economy could go nuts. And he could help. Because right now, with the Regional Green Gas House initiative, he is appealing a court decision saying a governor, cannot unilaterally do that it's a carbon tax cannot so because of that everybody's utility rates are higher he could stop that right now by pulling that appeal back hey, there are things he could do we're hey, not saying he's a bad guy we're saying he can't pay for it no
4: money. i've never heard you say he was a bad guy he's saying that everything he wants would cost four billion we got 11 plus is that fair
1: four billion this year and four billion next year right and four billion the year after
3: so, so wait, uh, that doesn't uh, add up. That's twelve minus nine. Uh, wait, we
1: have uh, nothing.
3: But <laughs> that doesn't
4: well, work.
1: We are we are broke after up to 25, 26, according to the independent fiscal. Office. So, so We're you're broke.
4: saying what? Sit on all of it? Do nothing?
1: No, no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that we can uh, likely use some of that money, but we can't do this plan where it uses all of it in a few years. Senator, use for that. what? We have a. Let's we use f- right. Go ahead. F- no, we have a responsibility to Pennsylvanians and it's not just to spend everything. F- focus that,
4: on what that you want. Uh, what about his education ideas?
1: So I think that um, it's a different kind of idea to combine the state schools it and is. the community colleges, it but is. it's, a, you know, it would be a process. I talked to two different community college board members last night from different community colleges. They don't like it. So it would be something that has to be done, but there needs to be something done, right? right. There needs to be something done. And I say, I don't like the plan where we say if you're $70,000 or less family of four, then you pay $1,000 a semester because the guy making $72,000 a family of four is going to be paying for that while they can't pay for their own. I would prefer there be no income limits, no kind of class warfare, and just put that money toward things that we need. As I said in the press conference after his address, we should be putting it toward nurses to stay here then in Pennsylvania. We have like a 30 to 35% deficit in bedside nurses. That's a crisis. We should be putting our money where we need uh, help in Pennsylvania, teachers. Um, and I heard him say that, it's what I said after the press conference, and I appreciate him taking that from me. Um, but <laughs> we should be putting our money where Pennsylvania has need, and it needs to be um, not income-based, not class warfare-based. Everybody, nice. that, that wants to do these things, and you stay in Pennsylvania. Hey, you have hey, to stay here for a few years.
4: Hey, Senator, um, I'm in. I'm intrigued by um, this marijuana thing. Do you support that? You, uh-huh. Yeah.
1: No, I I don't know. We're we're yeah. going to, you know. The truth is, Marty, that we have not talked seriously about this issue.
4: Yeah, I haven't noticed and that. And that's yeah.
1: part of, you know, what's the we'll, 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 the caucuses will talk. Well, it's not simple because. We already have a pretty thriving medicinal marijuana business, so we're going to say who's going to control that? Who's going to do the production? Who's going to do the distribution? You know, if it if it's legalized, what is the tax rate in Colorado? I know that um, they they have almost a million uh, hundred million dollars less this year yep. because their taxes were so high that yep. the black market took and over. And California's, so it, California's getting
4: crushed.
3: California's getting crushed for the same reason.
1: It's not simple. No. It's just not simple.
3: And what, what about the energy, because Marty and I talked to David Callahan, president of the Marcellus Shale Coalition. Obviously, right. he represents all those in that industry, but he's suggesting 123,000 jobs are at stake right now with a moratorium on new, uh, that liquid gas that we could export to other countries.
1: It is. What, it's a very sad situation here because, it as is. I said earlier, Pennsylvania is rich in these, in, in gas, in fossil fuels. You know, that's, we build America here. <laughs> and yep. um, for for a, a an agenda, which is all green energy, there's room for all energy here. There, there, don't get me wrong. But to have a war on fossil fuels, the way the Democratic Party has done, is keeping and holding Pennsylvania back from being able to flourish like no other. We have that. We have jobs. It would be Terrific. But, you know, the first thing, what did the first thing President Biden did was close down. Well, after he opened the border was closed down um, our lines. So, you know, it's a sad situation. And um, the governor could help that. We should be encouraging that. We shouldn't just be encouraging a certain kind of energy. And he did talk around that question yesterday.
4: Uh, Senator, it, I, I got to get to this before we lose you, because I know you're tight on time. And so are we we. Um... Hey, I'm curious about this, because, you know, I, I love you and you're fantastic um, as he reached out, will you reach out? Will you sit down and talk face to face?
1: I would, I would be happy to talk with the governor. Actually, I invited the governor to do his address in the Senate chamber. Oh, I actually called him personally and invited him to do it. But they, you know, they chose the rotunda. It was a setting for a, a DNC audition yeah, is yeah. all I can say. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was, uh, so yeah, I would be happy to talk with the governor.
4: So, so, so you have a relationship is what I'm asking. Is that fair?
1: Well, it's, it's gone a little bit sour since yep. last year when, you know, we had negotiated that. And then he walked it through up his hands and said, you figure it out and walked away. Um, it's not, you know, it's not cozy, cozy warm. But I don't dislike the governor at all. Right. I think he's a good family man. Yeah. Um, and I'd be happy to, to speak with him.
3: Well, I think he respects you. But and hopefully you guys can figure this out. But Hold on. He, you said something about the DNC. You think he's running for president.
1: I think he's running for something, a spot somewhere. Yeah. Um, look at you! Look at that setting the other day. Everybody's looking up at him. Um, you know, <laughs> was, uh, the speech was the speech was uh, perfect. And you know, the speech coaches. Um, it's it's yeah. He's he's definitely angling for something nationally. You got yeah, to give him
3: credit. He is a good orator, uh, regardless well, of what he's he is actually saying. Yeah. Well, S-
1: he's a good orator. So, Senator, you?
3: we appreciate you. Yeah, you're. President, pro tem, the Pennsylvania State Senate, Kim Ward, representing the 39th District. Thanks for your time, Senator. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. You got it. Thank you. I don't know if you're aware of this, Marty, but Rob Pratt and Paul Zeiss Uh are going to be live together at Coons Market on McKnight Road Friday, February 16th from 10 a.m. to 2 a.m. What? (laughs) What? No, I'm kidding. 10 a.m. to 2, they're going to be broadcasting live on uh, McKnight Road there at the Coons Market. Yeah. Wow. Well, think about this, what we're going into. There's two odd dudes right there. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So we got Super Bowl Sunday. Odd, right? Just admit it. Come on, man up. I would say it, it you see is. see the look on his face. A fascinating combination. Oh, they're of all. Humans. They're a
1: good pairing, though. Like, Why? It's, it's. I just think because they're so different, it's funny.
3: Mm. The island of misfit toys. That's that's where I work. Uh, so you have Chinese New Year Saturday. You're kind of upset. <clears throat> I want to mention. You're kind of obsessed with Chinese New Year. I am. What's up with that? So you're the dragon. What I the like hell? Chinese food. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's a big deal. To whom? Dr. Wong, <laughs> Marty, <laughs> and
4: then Super Bowl Sunday. What, is he giving you a free prostate exam or something? What?
3: <laughs> no. What's going on here, man? What the freak? <laughs> that cut Paul Rasmus' attention well, in the newsroom. sign me up. And then Fat Tuesday is coming up. What happens to Fat Tuesday with so many people on a Ozempic? <laughs> huh? I never thought of it that way. See, this is a whole new world. We we never really had to deal with Ozempic last year. wasn't a big deal.
4: So Christine Aguilera looks amazing. Lost more than 50 pounds on Ozempic. She's getting ripped
3: to shreds. Why? Go to hell. People hate. Come on, man. Come on. Paul, you, you spent many years in New Orleans, so Fat Tuesday, and it comes to an end. A Mardi Gras, right?
6: That's the end of Mardi Gras. At the uh, at the close, at midnight, they've got horses and police cars with the lights going, and they go down Bourbon Street making announcements, clear out of here, the party's over. Maybe they should try that on East Carson. Right. <laughs> they do.
3: <laughs> Every Saturday. Yeah. So, after that, it's the Lenten season. Ash Wednesday's next week. Yeah. Valentine's <laughs> Day is the same day. It's early this year, Mardi Gras. Yeah, because... It always shifts around with Easter. And Easter is March 31st this year. Right. normally it's in April. That's right. But it has to
6: do with the lunar thing,
3: which so does Chinese New Year. Wow.
6: What's going on in New Orleans right now and and the surrounding communities is they have a parade in almost every community every day of the week, right up till Fat Tuesday. Every day? Yeah. Three or four parades a day. Oh, look, behind you, they got the...
3: What do they call those women? Whoa, Larry!
6: Dancerettes. I guess so. They've got the the plumage on the Vegas plumage. From
3: Las Vegas, they look Super like the showgirls, right? Did you
1: see those guys? Showgirls.
6: Uh, yeah.
3: Samantha was excited because they had
1: a bunch of hunks dancing.
3: The Thunder from Down Under, mm-hmm. which is a <laughs> Austra- <laughs> an Australian
6: dance team. Oh boy!
3: They they just danced shirtless. It's an outrage. Oh, like the
6: Chippendales, right?
3: Right. Okay, there you go.
6: Right. All right. All
3: right. Thunder down under. By the way, they're coming to Rivers Casino. Yeah, can
1: someone get me tickets?
3: You need to hook up. All right. So, this is a huge weekend for Mardi Gras. People.
6: Laissez le bon temps rouler.
3: Whatever that meant. Let
6: the good times roll. Oh, that's right. I thought it meant I just
3: saved a bunch of money.
6: I <laughs> have <laughs> my car insurance.
3: Not used to this, waking up with a few clouds. But it is going to be near 60 today. Nice, man. As we work our way through now entering the second week of February. It is a big weekend, by the way. And every Thursday at this time, we check in with Pittsburgh Magazine's Christy Graver, food editor. Christy, good morning.
7: Good morning, guys. How are you?
3: Good. I uh, saw Greg Brown, Voice of the Pirates, tweet that there was a little ceremony at PNC last night for your Pittsburgher of the Year, Andrew McCutcheon.
7: Yeah, Andrew McCutcheon. uh, He is our cover man this month, so check out the magazine. It's really great. Um, Beautiful photos by Laura So,
3: And speaking of uh, big deals, time to nominate your favorites for the best of the Berg for Pittsburgh Magazine. This is always uh, one of your favorite things throughout the course of the year to do, right?
7: Yes, every year we ask locals to nominate the people, places, businesses, and events that they believe are the best in the city. Um, So the nomination window is open through March 16th, and voting starts March 24th, and winners will be announced online in June.
3: Yeah, people say, oh, that's just a popularity contest. Yes, that's exactly what it is.
7: Yeah, but (laughs) it's fun.
3: (laughs) All right, food is your thing. Tell us about uh, the new Lawrenceville New Food Hall.
7: So it's um, opening next month on Butler Street. Um, It's called Lawrence Hall. Um, It will have four eateries, a full bar, and it's one of the biggest I've seen in Pittsburgh, and the first Leona's Ice Cream Scoop Shop. Um, They're known for their ice cream sandwiches, really good. Um, Offerings will range from authentic Mexican fare to, like, American fusion. Um, I've been following this project since before the pandemic, and the owner's Brett, Phoebe, and Adam—they've poured their blood, sweat, and tears into this thing, um, and it's going to be—it's going to be really cool for Lawrenceville, I think. Yeah, so.
3: where exactly is that on Butler Street?
7: It's right across from the Boys and Girls Club on Butler Street, uh, near the cemetery. Oh, okay. That's that's always my place. That's where I like to hang out. So. <laughs>
3: yeah, there isn't there a place down there near the cemetery that used to be a funeral home? That's been a restaurant That's bar. the
7: abbey yes the abbey is a very very cool place
3: yeah it's a good place i to, highly recommend yeah, it to just chill all right this yeah. week in pittsburgh history
7: uh, the steelers won super bowl 40 um i totally remember this night it was a very uh emotional magical night to be a Pittsburgher, and i still have my commemorative myron cope rolling rock beer can so. from that night uh we beat the seahawks and it was just uh it was something special we waited a long time to get another one for the thumb so um it was a great night
3: yeah that was uh, a fun i was at the game and i was oh i flew back after the game it was <laughs> on the air on this radio station the next morning i slept for one hour in the, the production studio and wow. uh, then was on the air it was kind of cool but uh
7: that's crazy yeah i remember people running through the snowy streets of oakland uh gosh yeah good as, memory
3: as myron, read all about it myron would say christy ha read all about <laughs> it is <He's> right <laughs> pittsburghmagazine.com <laughs> with a double yoy christy graver thank you thank you enjoy the super bowl what are you doing are you cooking up because you're a big foodie
7: Well, tomorrow is National Pizza Day, so I'll probably just be doing that all weekend, you know. why stop at at Friday.
3: Yeah, we love pizza here in this town. All right, Christy, we'll catch you you next uh, Thursday. All right, see ya. See ya. Marty, you love pizza.
4: Hit or miss No, No? Well, it's just my taste. I'm not trying to complain. I'm I'm a lucky guy with my taste buds. Oh, yeah. And some of the pizzas... with some of the heavy cheese, create choking issues for me. In fact, I'm having my esophagus stretched. Next week. Yeah, because I've been choking, which is actually kind of a problem.
3: What do they do exactly when they stretch your esophagus? That's a great question. They put this gizmo
4: in there. Literally, Larry, it's like a... Different sizes to create a bigger opening in your esophagus. Seriously, man. Like, let's just say like like a mini... Kind of a baseball bat-looking thing. They stuff it. Don't stuff it. They're very careful to stretch out the esophagus because, as you know, it gets old me telling this stupid story. I have had my amazing wife perform Heimlich on me three times where I was choking to death. It's not. <laughs> and in the last couple of days, um, and it's kind of jacked with my voice, which I'm, which is actually better as, as the week goes on. But it creates a lot of anxiety as you would imagine oh my god yeah so last night i was eating uh, some kind of chili small pieces of, of meat and, and you feel it starting to catch and there's nothing quite like and look i'm a big boy and i really it takes a lot kind of to uh, rattle me as you probably know well choking might rattle you yeah, yeah you, you start for anyone out there that's choked and by the way it's like six thousand people a year die and most of them are my age or uh, 60 plus uh, um and at the end of the day, what happens is you start feeling this, man. And when it gets in there and won't come out, and you know, Larry, you can't speak. You can't breathe. You can't do anything. You're, you're mobilized. And then um, adrenaline kicks in and a bit of fear. And my wife, swear to God, she's amazing, calmly has done the Heimlich on me three times in and,
3: public. And you recommend, Ed Christine recommends this device, and Patrick— your yep. get Marty partner that the people can have At handy, hand. yeah, um, just in case yep.
4: to, to dislodge the uh, food. How long oh, wow.
3: process is that for you to stretch your? They're
4: called B o u g i e s says Lynn, my friend Lynn. Oh man, this dude goes in there, they put you under and they uh, stretch it out. Oh, so you're under. You're not gagging. <laughs> Can you imagine? Here,
3: wow. here, I'm going to put this bat down your throat. It's like a bad movie I've seen at a bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> Check out the Smell Key Instant Access anytime. You can reach us at at com. And Marty, our news director is in the studio. What's he angry about today? P.J. Comanche. Wow. Well, good morning, boys. Wearing his high school basketball hoodie tonight. This is a segment we're going to do every day. What are you big, angry about today?
5: Big game tonight. Moon hosting Mars.
3: So. There's Big Boss Dave wearing Oh, wow. Big Boss Dave. He's, a he's got his
5: Pirates jacket on. From the 70s.
3: He's, he's on is. his way out. He doesn't Jim give Leland a damn. Jim looking,
5: Leland looking a little like Jim Leland without the cigarette.
3: Look how happy, though, Big Boss look Dave. Look since look he announced I think he's, drunk he's glowing guitar. right he's now. He's hammered. <laughs> <He's glowing. laughs> so I have a question did he put on weight because it looks like he put on weight uh, uh, so I have a question yes it says here Rob Pratt Paul Zeiss will be broadcasting from Coombs oh Market God. McKnight Road Friday February 16th w- w- why well,
5: It's well. It's, it's why fish fries right I'm suspecting Lenten season. Hey, listen, okay. I'm, 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 all right, you well, know, I mean, fish that's, fry. That's what I'm suspecting. I'm, you know, they're both odd. That's going to be a great show. Listen, they're Pratt both and, odd. Pratt and Zeiss. Wow, doesn't get much better than
3: that. Pratt thrives in the meat section. Oh yeah, <laughs> at Coons. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yes, yeah. the seven it. fishes in his element. But fish is really his cup of tea.
4: Is it? Yeah. Is it Larry? Yeah, because oh, he
3: does fish. that Seven Fishes show every yeah, year.
5: He's a fish guy.
3: He's odd. <laughs> he's, he's just
4: odd. Wow.
5: Why? Why? Because he does a video or two, or four
4: hundred and two, holding up a mustard. This is French's mustard. Well, he One works.
5: My, listen, he works hard though, man. I One love of my fa- him. You know what? favorite. I love
3: him of all time is when he was hitting a heavy bag in his face. Oh basement. my God. It was
5: unbelievable.
3: With his hat sideways, he lost like 170 pounds.
4: He
5: has a what, ton of look, energy. What the man. hell is going I don't on know there? How he does it? Wow, he's got a ton of energy.
3: Look at Dave. Look, He's putting on weight. I'm telling
5: oh, you. Oh, he's got. A, I saw. It looked like a little. Was it banana bread?
3: That was a late entry. Paul never told us about hit it, it. it earlier.
5: So it came he in hit late. It.
3: Yes, we didn't know about your banana he, bread, Mister.
5: <laughs> he brought it out late.
3: Yeah, he brought it out late for Dave.
6: I got busy and forgot I had it. <laughs> I'm sorry.
3: Early on so dementia, you so and Larry. What you're trying to say is you had a loaf and <laughs> didn't know it.
6: <laughs> I was loafing, yeah. <laughs> All
3: right, thank you. All right, that, that makes sense. A fish fry. They uh, might want to add this to.
5: I'm suspecting. I'm,
3: you know, I don't know for what's sure. The, I'm, what's, I'm suspecting. Ball's Zeiss and Rob Pratt Wow. will be somewhere in North Park. <laughs> no, it's Coons yeah. Market Friday. That makes sense, fish fry, because Lent starts Wednesday next week. Yeah. I got you. A fat Tuesday, too? Something. Yeah, Is that, fat yeah, Tuesday. So, you, know, you got it all. Chinese New Year Saturday. Oh, the Dragon.
4: He's obsessed with this silly You're the Super
3: Bowl Sunday, Fat Tuesday, yeah. Mardi Gras ends, Ash Wednesday, and Valentine's Day next Wednesday. Mm. And then the following Monday's President's Day. Larry's going through every holiday. He has a calendar out.
5: I'm trying to get, I'm trying to have like a, maybe a, a get together with like uh, on Sunday, you know, the last thing, spur of the moment. I'm getting pushback from my wife.
3: What does she want to do?
5: I don't know. All I got was the no thanks. That's that's what I got from her this morning.
3: Uh, You are an empty nester. Anything's possible. Hey, hey now. (laughs) That ain't happening.
7: (laughs)